I am confident that we can just roll right into this. Sure. Because I could take some of the crap we've been recording now and then just have the uh, roughly feather noise and then jump into whenever we start actually talking about the topic. <laughs> That's true. I like the roughly feather noise. I do. It's it's cool. Our four-year institutions are not set up to be like professional schools or like, uh, well, not professional schools. That's like medical school. Uh, they're not vocational. They're not trade schools. They don't teach you. You're not supposed to draw a line from going to college to getting a particular kind of job. Um, but that's what people want to do, which is why uh, it's kind of unfortunate that um, we have all of these. Uh, so kids basically are required to go to college to prove that they're not like the biggest slackers in the world. But our colleges are not preparing them for the kind of things that they not only should be, but that they actually want to be prepared for. Um, namely, a particular, hopefully uh, decent paying job in some particular field. Um yeah. And and we we sort of have uh some infrastructure in place to do that sort of thing. You you have on um on the uh our paltry <laughs> our um on our document uh community co- or maybe it was in one of the links, but um community colleges can do that. They can uh like there used to be this really uh awesome in a bad way or maybe bad in an awesome way culinary school at the community college near where I used to work, and it was amazing. I should I should tell you guys about it on Totally Uncool sometime. But that's like the last thing uh, that we, the, uh, the last public um, sort of vocational schools that we have. And of course, what are we, what are we funding? What are we underfunding these days uh, as much as possible? Well, community colleges, because it's for, it's for slackers and losers and dummies, right? Well, no. Yeah, and those community college degrees are now the baseline requirements for um, a lot of the... Basically, to have any job in a hospital. Mm. Like, whether you're something that requires some amount of trading, like a phlebotomist, or, you know, an x-ray tech, or, you know, anything that's, like, slightly above janitorial, most hospital-related jobs require an associate's and something vaguely medically related, because those are all degrees now. Right. Which... and. And you see commercials for them, you know, like this is a degree, like this is the this is the school you can go to to get your degree for being an x-ray tech. And it's like, oh, well, that seems oddly specific. Right. But that's um, what the requirement is. And that just saddles you with a lot of debt when you get started for this job that pays, you know, like by the time you retire, maybe you work your way up to 50 grand a year. Right. And what's pretty crazy, too, is like beauty school, like to be... To cut people's hair, you have to have all of this very specific training and licensure. And I sort of understand why, because they don't want you, like, hurting people with, like, peroxide or something. But, um, in, and I, maybe I can dig no, up the No, they might accidentally again. clean your ears. Right. Well, no, I mean, it's, they use hardcore. They could, you yeah. could give people chemical burns with some of the stuff that they use. Um but there was kind of a, a scandal. I forget whether that was local to Atlanta or like somewhere, maybe it was in New York City. But um, there are women who braid hair. They, um, in, you know, like really super elaborate, like cornrow type braiding. Uh, and they, 
typically don't go to beauty school because it's crazy expensive. Um, and you don't, all they're doing is braiding your hair. They're not, they can't give you a chemical burn. There's nothing, there's, uh, I mean, there's nothing to it except a whole lot of skill that you develop over years of practice. Um, and they, uh, they wanted to make a law that those people had to be licensed. And they were like, this is crazy. Um, and I, I do think that they won. I think this was the rare instance where, um, you know, minorities were not stomped on, um, fortunately. Although I, I really hope that that's just not like me looking, <laughs> trying to reread this article in my mind with rose-colored glasses. That's another thing, like, um, so if you want to hire an electrician to do anything, you know, they need licenses and all of that stuff. But there are no laws preventing you from running potentially ridiculously dangerous wiring throughout your house as long as you own it. Huh. Yeah, some laws are pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. Well, I mean... so you could you you could be completely competent at running wires throughout your own house and did it off the books for a number of people, but you can never go legit because a piece of paper is required that says you can do it. Um, and as a result of that, liability also gets messy as well because it's the same thing with all undocumented workers. Something goes wrong and now you can't even sue because you hired someone that was unlicensed and you knew that ahead of time. The whole problem here is just sort of this degree inflation where bachelors right. have become the new associates and I would argue that by even this point of time they're the new nothing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, especially, and you mentioned uh, in here, for-profit colleges, which I think are just the most evil, terrible institutions that we've got going. I mean, talk about... Well, maybe about... outside of our healthcare. Hmm, good point. <laughs> but they're seriously, seriously evil. At least the healthcare industry doesn't specifically target poor people and promise them. Uh, I mean, the it's it's just there. The poor poor people have to turn to it because otherwise they're going to die. In this case, so <laughs> for profit colleges are so evil. They target they target people who don't know anything. Like I, privileged white person, I'm not the first person in my family to go to college by a long shot. I sort of, my parents knew how this thing worked. I went to a school where not, you know, a majority, but at least a lot of kids do end up going to college. So we had counselors and stuff who knew how everything worked and could effectively kind of steer us through the process. But when you when you get, like, kids um, from, like, Poor kids, and especially like minority kids, they are. And I was just reading um, an article by a guy who's suing Corinthian colleges because he went to this program and he got an associate degree in, in information technology, and he can't get hired at a Best Buy on the Geek Squad. Um, that's that's what his degree is worth. But he owes like some crazy amount of money because they are very expensive, and they take Pell grants, which is just crazy. Like I really, the federal government did not do their due diligence. Um, huh. in allowing that to happen. And I think there were some changes happening with that, and there certainly should be. But um, regardless, not only do they accept money from the government, whatever, that only harms all taxpayers. It doesn't really harm the individual student as much as the insane student loans. And they get them like really crappy student loans. And and to some extent, 
Um, the kids generally don't have great credit. They're, they don't have like parental support and their parents wouldn't have great credit even if they did. So to some extent, they were going to fall prey to predatory lending anyway. But um, they get they just get they get crap terms on their loans and uh, federal loans, I guess, can never be refinanced for a lower right, uh, lower rate, which is a huge bummer. Yeah. So, well, yeah, they come credit, out. Predatory lending is a good topic, too. It is. Um, and I think and that's a future show on, on how expensive it is to be poor. Yeah. Um, so so look forward to that one because I've got some thoughts <laughs> on the topic. But um, yeah, uh, uh, for-profit colleges can burn in hell because kids come out with useless degrees and a mountain of debt. At least like I came out with a mountain of debt and a highly respectable degree, um, me and my privileged white ass. A lot of people who have the same four-year degree that I have uh, or, you know, reasonably similar are nowhere near in as good a position as I am. And a lot of the time it's because of when they graduated. If they graduated, a lot of the kids I know, their kids, you know, they're 30 year old children now, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. who graduated in like 08, 09, uh, some of them have, have worked their way up to making good money, but others have not. And it's it's purely a function of, of when they graduated. Uh, almost everybody I know has a liberal arts degree of, of one kind or another. Um, and it just, it really, uh, to some extent, it really just hasn't served them very well. And I feel bad. Um, luckily, all of my really good friends are also, um, who, who worked for me, like I'm going to take credit. I promise I'm not. But they, like, developed <laughs> really good skills um, in, in web development. So uh, the thing is, though, although... To get the jobs that they have now, they would be required to get to have a college degree. Almost nothing that they do in their jobs, they needed a degree for. Like they could have easily picked up uh, everything just on their own, or going to some kind of trade school. Not to belittle anyone in the field, but uh, static web development, that is, you're not writing your own <laughs> PHP or JavaScript, requires a high school education. Yeah. In fact, a lot of us probably did that with the high school education <laughs> as a means to right. get some side money during college. Yeah, I mean, not so much me, but but my students, certainly. I mean, that's, that's where they came from. They were undergraduates that I hired to be assistant uh, assistants in, in web development, and they, they refined their skills, and they learned things like JavaScript and, and CSS, but the basic skills that they came, up, came in with, they literally learned on their own to customize their MySpace pages or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Those were the days. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't miss them. Uh, I think Facebook won because you couldn't customize your pages, and it was really for the best. Um but yeah, so so it's a real problem that that these four-year degrees are starting to be a required thing when they don't prepare students for anything. They don't even a lot of them don't even give them the grounding in in how to be a person in the world that they ostensibly are supposed to provide as liberal arts degrees and they don't fit them for any careers and you end up with a mountain of debt that you have almost no hope of paying off. 
Um, the article that you put in here about how uh, teaching licenses in, in many states, including Georgia, because of course, can be revoked if you don't pay back your student loans right away, was infuriate. Like, that's Dickensian. Yeah. That's like that's like <laughs> setting people up for debtor's prison, which, by the way, is also coming back. Because if you get, like, say you get a bunch of parking tickets that you can't pay and you get a warrant out and you get arrested, um, well, you can't pay that either, so you're on parole. Well, parole is handled by private companies. And if you mm-hmm. can't pay them and their crazy fees, you go to jail. It's literal debtor's prison. And it's so, that could be a whole other ruffled feathers. More of the cost of being poor. Exactly. In fact, I think that is in the in the show document for the cost of being poor, because um, and, and, it's just so fucking outrageous. Yeah. Let's earn and that explicit tag. Just just everything the uh, the fees for not having money in your bank account. This, right. Uh, just everything. Everything's ridiculous about it. Yeah. Um. Uh, we we've been talking a lot about uh, young people and. We haven't mentioned that uh, benefit slashing happens across the board, and a lot of jobs aren't opening up because some people who are in positions that really only require a bachelor's or less but have been working there until their late 50s um, or later can't retire. Yeah. Yeah. Because in 2008, their retirement, because it wasn't a bank fund, it was a stupid 401k, right. went from, you know, $500,000 to $22,000. God, that is so infuriating. I Socialism! <laughs> a lot of us like to think of FDR as a champion of socialism in the U.S. and... You may or may not know about his proposed second Bill of Rights. No. Uh, also dubbed the Economic Bill of Rights, Roosevelt's argument was that the Bill of Rights provided inadequate assurance in the pursuit of hap- uh, happiness. Absolutely. In our day, certain economic proofs have become accepted as self-evident. A second Bill of Rights, under which a new basis of security and prosperity can be established for all, regardless of station or race or creed. Among these are the right to a useful and remunerative job, the right to earn enough to provide adequate food and clothing and recreation, the right of every farmer to raise and sell his products at a return which will give him and his family a decent living. The right of every businessman, large and small, to trade in an atmosphere of freedom, freedom from unfair competition and domination by monopolies at home or abroad. The right of every family to a decent home, the right to adequate medical care, and the opportunity to achieve and enjoy good health. The right to adequate protection from the economic fears of old age, sickness, accident, and unemployment. The right to a good education. All of these rights spell security, 
And after this war is won, we must be prepared to move forward in the implementation of these rights to new goals of human happiness and well-being. For unless there is security here at home, there cannot be lasting peace in the world. Depending on if you ask the right or the left, either FDR <laughs> or World War II is responsible for getting us out of the Depression. And of course the answer is, well, Little from both. column A, little from column B. Because there was a whole bunch of socialist policies enacted to make sure we had tanks and shit manufactured for World War II. Right. That gave people jobs. But there was you know, also the, like the interstate highway system and all kinds of other public works. Oh, that, that was later. That was Eisenhower. Oh, oh, I'm mixing them up. I was thinking uh, like the Tennessee Valley uh, Authority and they built dams and stuff. Yes, that's correct. Sorry. Um, mixing up my public works. We should have more public works. <laughs> Public we works should have right. more public works, uh, and we could we could totally hire people who don't have four year college degrees and not require people to get them, and they could do things like maintain our bridges before they fall down. Yeah, so our infrastructure has what a, a C plus or a D or some crap <laughs> like that, as graded by our own society right. of civil engineers. This isn't an international panel. This yeah. is Americans <laughs> with credentials in civil engineering. Says, uh, "No, bro, that sucks." Yeah, that bridge is gonna fall down. People are gonna die, and they do, and they do. And there's no reason for that to happen. Rah. You know, we're allegedly the first world, but you know, but we're really not. Some of our we infrastructure really isn't, and a lot of our policies, I mean, and and uh, there's not time to get into this whole thing, but Reagan. Yeah, it all started falling apart uh, due to Reagan's policy. So, as a progressive born after <laughs> the 70s, um, I, I was born in 86, so the... Uh, 82 for me. Uh, we were we were both born when it was uh, already too late to not vote for Reagan. So don't blame us. Right. <laughs> I voted for Kodos. <laughs> Have you heard of Jimmy Carter's quote-unquote malaise speech? Oh, God. Yes, but I remember nothing. In a nation that was proud of hard work, strong families, close-knit communities, and our faith in God. Too many of us now tend to worship self-indulgence and consumption. Human identity is no longer defined by what one does, but by what one owns. But we've discovered that owning things and consuming things does not satisfy our longing for meaning. We've learned that piling up material goods cannot fill the emptiness of lives which have no confidence or purpose. The symptoms of this crisis of the American spirit are all around us. For the first time in the history of our country, a majority of our people believe that the next five years will be worse than the past five years. Two-thirds of our people do not even vote. 
the productivity of American workers is actually dropping. And the willingness of Americans to save for the future has fallen below that of all other people in the Western world. As you know, there is a growing disrespect for government and for churches and for schools, the news media and other institutions. This is not a message of happiness or reassurance, but it is the truth and it is a warning.